Today on the International Gospel Hour, let's battle a nemesis in our lives called discouragement. Either we are coming out of discouragement, we're currently wrestling with it, or it's waiting on us. So let's deal with discouragement today here from the International Gospel Hour. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. We are delighted when you tune in to listen to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Whether it's our lengthy broadcast, our daily broadcast of about 15 minutes, give or take, or well as our minute segments that you may hear, uh, we have a number of different broadcasts we bring forth, and we are delighted that you will listen to us. We'd like to ask if it's convenient for you, if you can take a moment Send us a quick message at internationalgospelhour.com through our contact tab. We'd love to know where you are listening to us. We love to keep up and know where people hear our broadcast all over the world. So if you have a moment, please let us know. Now, let's begin our study. And I want to start by telling you how much I love Psalm 31:24. Love that passage. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord, be of good courage. My, that is a great thought. Now, let's think about the opposite of courage. That would be discouraged or discouragement. You know, when you look up that word, it's not a beautiful definition. It is one who is made less hopeful or enthusiastic or one who is made to be unwilling or unlikely to do something they need to be doing. They're discouraged from doing so. For example, when I look at that definition, I'm thinking, my, that's a man-made definition, but it sure does reflect the God-given thoughts from Isaiah, or rather uh, Psalm 31:24. At least I was in the Old Testament, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, one who is made less hopeful. Well, those of good courage, according to Psalm 31:24. Hope in the Lord, or one who is made less enthusiastic, but in Psalm 31, 24, he shall strengthen your heart. That would make us enthusiastic and help us to be of that good courage. Dear friends, either we are coming from discouragement, we're currently in discouragement, or we're heading toward discouragement. You know, we're not immune to it. But how thankful we are that the Bible identifies several ways to deal with discouragement. So we're going to think on a few as time permits. I won't have time to cover them all today, but our next broadcast, I'll finish it up. But first, before we get involved in our study, here is a little bit about our work at International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. 
Let's continue today's study. When we deal with discouragement number one, let's think about what's near. Now, discouragement is upon us, but don't neglect what's nearby. Number one, family and friends are near. Now, as we mentioned, discouragement happens to everyone, friends. Nobody is immune to discouragement. Let's think about an account in the Scripture as we go back to the Old Testament of Elijah and the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 19, verses 1-4. through 4. For us to understand 1 Corinthians, or 1 Kings, rather, 19, 1-4, let's go back to 1 Kings 18, how God sent fire from the sky to show His great power in that He was the Lord, He is the God, as affirmed in 1 Kings 18, 29. Well, Queen Jezebel placed a death warrant on Elijah's life, and of course he fled. And Elijah felt so alone and was so discouraged The Bible says that he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. You know, friends, this is a puzzling thing, but instead of rejoicing in the victory of the Lord, we know that Elijah is praying that he might die. And he convinces himself that he is all alone and no one seeks to know or to do the Lord's will. He had become so discouraged that he had forgotten what great things God had just accomplished in his life. God told Elijah that there were 7,000 people who had not worshipped Baal, 1 Kings 19.18. Now, dear friends, have you ever felt like Elijah as his soul was in anguish under the tree? You know, discouragement rarely wants companionship. When you and I are down and we feel alone, oh, how discouragement loves to make you and I think that it is you and you alone, or me and me alone. And the pity party sets in, and oh, how it begins. But you know, friends, we're not alone. Just like with Elijah, there were 7,000 that had not bowed the knee to Baal. Friends and family are near. We're not alone. So, if you're married, rely on an honest, objective, supportive spouse. Husbands, lean on those wives. Wives, lean on those husbands. Pure and loving honesty will come from your beloved one who loves you more than themselves, as commanded in Genesis 2.24 and Ephesians 5.23 and 24. I'm so thankful for my wife that there are times that she may bring forth something that To be honest, folks, I don't want to hear it, but I need to hear it. Rely on your parents. If you're still living at home, or even if you've moved away, we can still seek out the wisdom of our parents as long as they're living. Ephesians 6 and verse 1 tells us to to, uh, children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, to honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. There's something about that wisdom there that we treasure. Also, rely on true friends, friends that are best defined from Proverbs 17:17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. In Proverbs 18:24, a man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I would suggest we rely on our church family. 
In Acts 2 and verse 42, on that day of Pentecost, when the church came into existence, because we find in verse 47 they were added to the church, the Bible tells us how that they were continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, in breaking of bread and in prayers. Friend, could this be the case? Let me ask you something. Do you have a church family? Do you have someone in the church of whom you can turn to? And maybe you're listening to our broadcast and you're thinking, you know, I don't attend worship. I don't do, uh, if you will, go to church anywhere. Dear friends, seek out the church of Christ in your community. Walk in and get to know those kind people. Tell them that you heard our broadcast on the International Gospel Hour and you're coming and you're struggling and you want to learn more about Christ. We want to learn more about His church that we read of in the New Testament. Oh, uh, Elijah? Well, he pressed onward and he was anointing kings for our Lord, 1 Kings 17. Family and friends are near, but quickly... Folks, God is near. No matter what discourages us or how discouraged we may be, please know God is still on His throne in heaven, Acts 7, 49, Hebrews 1, verse 8. And with God in control, well, for the Christian, spending time in prayer encourages and strengthens and is one of the greatest weapons in our battle of discouragement. We note that from Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and 1 Peter three twelve. In the moment of discouragement, well, this reminder alone should lift and refresh one immediately. And if God the Father resurrected His Son from the grave, well, surely He is available in our times of discouragement. Now, keep in mind, kind friend, we must see the strength God grants the Christian. Maybe this is a journey you have yet to begun to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you'll but move on your faith in Christ, if you believe in Christ, you believe in God, then embrace the command of repentance to turn away and to turn toward God, Luke 13.3. Maybe turning away from things that are discouraging you is the answer. Confess Christ as the Son of God, as we're commanded in Matthew 10.32, Acts 8.37. Be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Acts 2, verse 38. will be added to His church. And dear friends, we know that because God's Word is near. Psalm 119.28 says, My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. A melting soul? Oh, that sounds familiar. Dear friends, the word of God does encourage us. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. And sometimes when we're discouraged, we want to lay aside God's word. Let it not be. Let's not allow Satan to get advantage of us. 2 Corinthians 2.11 And since we're speaking of God's word... Maybe you would love our online study that we have to offer. Listen to our J-Web, and I'll come back and wrap up our broadcast. We have an exceptional online Bible course we'd like to offer. Like all our offerings, it is absolutely free and available through our friends at World Bible School. All you'll need to do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You'll be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. It's a great opportunity. And again, we offer a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now, let's keep pursuing God's Word. Dear friends, due to time, we will conclude these thoughts on our next broadcast. But for now, give these things a try as we deal with discouragement. Remember, family and friends are nearby. Reach out to them. 
God is nearby, reach out to Him. His Word is near, reach out to His Word to guide and to help us. And we're going to think about these thoughts in our next broadcast of Dealing with Discouragement. So let's continue our studies together another time, shall we? Let's press onward. And I want to thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. It's been my honor. And I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh!